0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. More statements and reactions following the Speaking Out movement and could an infamous faction return to Impact Wrestling? For Wednesday, June the 24th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. In the wake of the Speaking Out movement that has seen brave people step forward and share their experiences of abuse and harassment within the wrestling industry, Marty Scurll has released a statement following allegations of sexual abuse from a then 16-year-old. Scurll said the following, I'm aware that a young woman has bravely come forward with her account of sexual abuse by some members of the wrestling community in the UK five years ago. A community... I was a part of, although I truly believe that our encounter that evening was consensual and the fact that the encounter was legal is almost not the point. I understand now that she views our encounter as part of a bigger problem within the wrestling community. What concerns me at this moment is that from what I have been reading, she is a fan of wrestling and was made to feel unsafe within that community. This is not acceptable. I also understand that some people have been attacking her on social media and I implore you to please stop. She has a right to her voice and it is our responsibility to listen. At time of recording, there has been no statement from Ring of Honor regarding these allegations. Elsewhere, former NWA VP Dave Lagana, who stepped down from his role following allegations made against him, has released a statement to Post Wrestling. He says, The Speaking Out movement has brought to light a number of new allegations of sexual assault against people in the wrestling industry, including me. These allegations of sexual assault should be taken seriously and be investigated. Every accuser has a right to be heard, but every person accused of such serious wrongdoing deserves the right to defend themselves. Last week, Liz Savage accused me via Twitter posts of sexually assaulting her a decade ago. Liz and I were friends for a total of about five to seven years, before and after the alleged assault. We first met at a wrestling show sometime between 2006 and 2008, when she was introduced to me as an independent Wrestler. I take Liz's allegations seriously. The first time I became aware of her allegations was last week when she made them public. I take them so seriously that I voluntarily stepped down from my position as vice president of Lightning One Incorporated and its company, the National Wrestling Alliance, after learning of these allegations. I did so because they predate this position and I don't want to involve the men and women of the National Wrestling Alliance during this time. I valued my friendship with Liz. I'm sorry she feels that I somehow wronged her. However, the incident she described did not happen. Now, Dave Lagana goes into further detail in this statement, which you can read online right now, where he says that they did indeed share a bed together. When they lived together, but nothing of a sexual nature occurred. Lagana also says that, contrary to Liz's statement, there was no ill will towards Liz and Lagana's roommates. And the reason for her departing the property wasn't being kicked out, but because Lagana's landlord didn't want an extra person staying there any longer. There's further details on this in the full statement. Uh, Lagana ends the statement with. The hashtag speaking out movement is creating change in our industry. I wish Liz all the best in her career inside the ring and out, but I adamantly deny her allegations against me and could not let them go without providing these details about our friendship. Also Austin Aries, who has been accused in a few tweets online about inappropriate actions towards females in and around wrestling, has also released a statement over the last few hours. Uh, Aries says he's happy uh, to see the dark underbelly of pro wrestling exposed but says he needs to be transparent about his own successes and failures in this space. Austin Aries goes on to say, "Contrary to what some believe, the Austin Aries character that I portray and the man that I am not one are not one and the same. Now more than ever, making that distinction is important. Daniel Healy Sowold Jr., the man that I am, condemns abuse of all forms and is here to join others in speaking out. I have nothing to hide. I'm here to listen and I'm here to talk. I want that responsibility because ultimately that's what will help me become a better person and help me leave this world and the pro wrestling universe a better place. I've seen and heard a lot in my two decades involved with pro wrestling that I am not okay with. As product of our environment, it seems we have an opportunity to finally change that environment for the better. I am all for it and I'm all in. If I was ever part of the problem, please know the sincerest apology I can offer is to be part of the solution. Love and light, Daniel. Also, WXW has released a statement uh, regarding two people within their roster who have allegations against them. ...and WXW say the following. In light of WXW Wrestling Academy students stepping forward... ...Julian Pace and Jay Skillet will no longer be part of WXW... ...and the WXW Wrestling Academy. We have six more episodes of WXW Shotgun 2020 filmed and produced. Both wrestlers have bigger roles during this series. One of them is part of the three more matches... ...of three more matches and of the main storyline... ...cannot feature either of them with a good conscience anymore. We thus will be suspending the weekly release of the upcoming episodes of Shotgun effective immediately. We will edit all episodes accordingly and take out any segments and matches involving either of the wrestlers. All remaining six episodes of Shotgun will be released in shorter edited form in july new release dates will be decided on once we have the time to digest the situation now there'll be more on this as we get it and you can find out more by going to cultaholic.com and following the hashtag speaking out but i give oscar credit for targeting my arm she knows that's the only way that she could To beat you so that was charlotte flair from monday night raw being attacked by Nia Jax. this could be the end of charlotte flair at least Until SummerSlam. So, Dave Meltzer has reported on Wrestling Observer Live that Charlotte Flair is having surgery, which explains the reason uh, for being attacked on Monday Night Raw in that way. Now, Meltzer didn't specify the reason for the surgery or what is being operated on, but said that it's not a shoulder injury. Meltzer says that... Uh, there is the hope that Charlotte will be ready for SummerSlam in August, but that is not 100%. WWE put out a statement overnight saying that Flair was being evaluated for a potential collarbone fracture following an attack at the hands of Nia Jax. But as we have just said, uh, it is not uh, a shoulder injury that is keeping Charlotte Flair in the real life away from wrestling. Uh, Charlotte should be back in time for SummerSlam in August, all being well. Uh, it's been uh, It's been quite a busy time for Charlotte Flair as of late as well, uh, having bounced across all three WWE brands recently, losing the NXT Women's Championship, and very much leaving the door open for a rematch with Asuka uh, should she return. Following, of course, the inevitable rivalry with Nia Jax that is coming. We talk all about this and and possible plans going forward uh, on Raw Graded. You can watch that on the cultaholic YouTube channel right now. Staying with Monday Night Raw, there's a bit of an upward trend in the ratings. Uh, The 22nd June edition of Raw brought in 1.9 million viewers. Now, that doesn't sound like a massive change from some of the numbers that we've had as of late. But the exciting part of this was in hour one, for the first time in a long time, WWE Raw broke over 2 million viewers. However, the show fell back into uh, some old patterns from there on in, and it brought the average down, but certainly seems positive that more people clicked on for the first hour of raw than have done in quite a while a former star from monday night raw Uh, posted onto her Instagram. Sarah Logan has made a announcement about her future plans. She says, A lot has changed in my life recently, and I have stepped away from wrestling for the foreseeable future. Wrestling is all I've known since I was 17, so it's time I let myself focus on other things and explored other parts of myself. My Instagram is going to be different, but I promise it will always reflect me. So if you want to take this crazy ride, then buckle up, because things have been moving faster than I can keep up. My efforts have been on the Wild and Free TV, and that's the best way to keep up. We're releasing some awesome content. I don't say this enough, but I appreciate you guys and hope to see you down the line. In a recent interview with Talk Sport, Pete Dunne was talking about who he would like to face in a WWE ring. Dunn says, Honestly, someone I would like to work with would be Drake Maverick. We never really got to work with each other, but we're both from Birmingham. The chances are, of all these lads from the West Midlands being able to make names themselves in the WWE, I never would have predicted that years ago. So I'd love to get in there with someone like him, and I feel it would be an interesting dynamic. The way he is and the way I am would be something people probably wouldn't expect, and that would be really interesting the second round matches for the left side of the new Japan Cup bracket are going to be held today the Other rounds for the other side of the bracket are taking place on the 1st of July. So it shakes down as Okada versus Nagata, Makabe versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriyana versus Hiromu Takahashi, and Ishimori versus Kanemaru. That's happening today. And then on the 1st of July, Kota Ibushi versus Taichi, Sho versus Sanada, Hiroki Goto versus Evil, and Yoshihashi versus Bushi. Some big matches in there. MLW announced just yesterday they are reviving Underground TV starting on Saturday, July the 11th. This will be the first time they've been on TV in 17 years. They've been running a YouTube show up until uh, the the beginning of the pandemic. But this is going to take it back to its roots. The series is going to follow the eight-episode anthology series that has filled the gap since Fusion. Their their YouTube show went dark as a result of said pandemic. You're going to get to watch Underground TV TV on Be In Sports, YouTube, and other MLW platforms uh, like Dazn Free Sport in the UK, and there's about 20 other countries around the world that are going to be providing it. Just check your local listings, as they say. The newest arrival to Impact Wrestling, Diana Perrazzo, is officially getting a shot at the Impact Knockouts Championship at Slammiversary. It got confirmed on last night's episode of Impact that Perazzo, the virtuosa, will challenge Jordan Grace for the Knockouts Championship. When she arrived two weeks ago, it was in it with a confrontation with Jordan Grace, putting her in the Fujiwara armbar. Uh, she beat Alicia Edwards in quick order last night on impact Uh, grace running her off following the match setting up for this particular showdown at slammiversary those two could tear it up also last night on impact D'Lo brown was shown talking to somebody via a video chat said he wants to get the band back together and at the end of the video Lo gets up from his chair and reveals an aces and eights vest on the back of his chair Aces and Eights reunion in Impact Wrestling. Can that be a thing? Uh, actually, we were meant to see this uh, back in April before the pandemic hit. Ken Anderson and D'Lo Brown were set to team up at a TNA reunion show that got postponed. Uh, Anderson seems very likely to be making a return to Impact for Slammiversary as part of this. Uh, I'm looking at other members of Aces and Eights from off of the past as well. Bully Ray and Devon, Mike Knox. Luke Gallows Doc. Garrett Bischoff. They're all available, aren't they? Sure they are. We will find out. They have alluded that a former world champ, at least one former world champ, is returning at go, uh, you know, Ken Anderson's former world champ. Bully Ray's a former world champ could be a, a star-studded aces and eights reunion at slammiversary have thunk it that will do it for your cultaholic wrestling news for today the latest from the speaking out movement you can find on our twitter at cultaholic and at cultaholic.com right now on the podcast feed today i am honored to have a brand spanking new episode of desert island wraps featuring a, a friend of mine somebody who if you're a long-term fan of wcpw you'll be very aware of as well uh, i had a conversation a week or so ago uh, with the indian dream prince Amin. he will be my guest on desert island perhaps later on today and it, it is a fascinating conversation and it's a thought-provoking conversation And you'll hear it later today on the Cultaholic Podcast feed. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,